Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Hey, lovely people, and welcome back to another segment here on GEMS Podcast. With me today in the hot seat is Regina Smithwick, and she is definitely a woman on the mission. And I'm going to tell you why she's on a mission, y'all. So get ready, get ready, get ready. Regina Smithwick was born in Harlem, New York, raised in Mount Vernon, New York, and Trainet, New Jersey. She now resides in Winterville, North Carolina with her three children. She is the founder of Regina Smithwick Enterprises, LLC, providing certified life coaching. She is also the creator and producer of talk show and podcast, Let's Talk 1943. In addition, she is a motivational speaker and author of Adoption, The Unknown Blessing. She also publishes many self-help journals available for purchase on Amazon. She attended Virginia State University and received her received her Master's of Science degree in organizational leadership from National University. She is also a proud member of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated. So she's all about the Soros, y'all. Yes, right. Without further ado, let's bring on the woman behind it all. So the moment you've been waiting for, Regina Smithwick. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for allowing me to be on your platform today. I'm so excited. I'm ready to go ahead and just, just dive on in. So, Miss Regina, you definitely have a background with a lot of versatility, being a podcast founder and host. And I'm interested to hear what, what you're talking about with 1943 and then being an author. And I love supporting authors because I'm one myself and just all the other incredible things that you're doing. But before we dive into who Regina is, and the movement that you're curating, I want to give the audience a chance to get to know you in a fun and personal way. So are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. There are two options you could choose from. We could do an icebreaker or a rapid fire 10 question game. Which one would you like? Let's go. Let's go. I'm going to be risky today. Let's do the rapid fire. Okie dokie. We're playing rapid fire with Regina and Genesis. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Question number one. I see you're fierce over there. You got you got your lashes on fleek, the the eyewear popping, <laughs> the nails done and everything. So I see that you're all about fashion and you're all about looking good and feeling good. So what's getting Regina pumped up to start her day? First thing I do is I thank God when I wake up. So first thing I do in the mornings, and then I do my affirmations and I do my Bible scriptures. Question number two, what's your favorite color? Royal blue um, from, uh, I love royal blue because of my sorority, Zeta Phi Bay Sorority Incorporated. And then the next one I would say is like a purple. I like purple too. Question three, what's your drink of choice? Coffee, tea, or something else? Water all day. That's all I drink is water. 
Mm, okay. See, the skin is glowing and everything, y'all. So question four. If you could interview any person on your podcast, who would it be? Anyone? Oh, I got so many people. Well, I think off the top would be Oprah. Okie dokie. Are you ready for this wild card challenge then? Yes, I am. Okay, so my challenge to you is to slide in Oprah's DM or reach out to her PR team and tell them why you feel like you could add value to Oprah and she could add value to your platform to create some synergies and just package it up nicely and see if they respond. Because what do you have to lose? You want to interview Oprah, but if you don't shoot your shot, do you think you'll get there? Nope, and that's a good challenge and I'll do it. So you're going to accept the challenge? I sure will. Okay, so let, let's okay, let's put our mouth with our, where our money is. So when are you going to do the challenge? What what date are you going to have it done by? And you have to screenshot me so I know so I know and I'll, um, and I'll do it. I will have it done before July 1st cuz I want to make sure I do the package correctly. So give me till July 1st and I will send it over to our camp. Okay, so write it down before July 1st and you have to screen screenshot and send it to you. I will. Mm-hmm. I promise you that. Okay, dokie. Look, I wrote it down. <laughs> Question five. If you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? I would love to be able to travel, you know, do a little I Dream of Genie little thing going on. So I could go places. Like, ding! <laughs> so I could go places and don't have to worry about dealing with these airlines. <laughs> Question six. If you could have lunch or dinner with any person, past or present, who would it be? I want to I want to sit down with Jesus. I want to sit down with Jesus. Be with the 13th disciple, right? <laughs> see, see, I'm rocking with you on that. I think I want to hit up um Eve first and ask her, Eve, why you had to do that in the garden? <laughs> why, Eve? Why? She said, because it wouldn't be the woman you are if I didn't. <laughs> Question seven. You get three random acts of kindness per day that you're going to do for someone else. What are your three random acts of kindness today? Um, I love to give. So if I could do anything uh, monetary or food or clothing or my services, just being positive, um, any affirmations to speak in and, and, and drop seeds into people. That's what I love doing. Question eight, since you wrote a book about adoption, what is one tip that you would give to someone thinking about adopting? I would say to make sure you do your do your research and your homework and realize that adoption is not just about you. It's about what happens after you got to tell them that they are not your biological child and you got to be ready to accept what is given. It's deep. Yeah, that's very deep. And I like that you mentioned do their due diligence because you just never know how that child may um, react to what you just said. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Question nine. This is an easy one. Apple, Android, or hybrid user? Android all day, every day. Uh, you can keep all the other ones. Mm-mm. Question 10. This is a fun one. It's our pass or play question. And here are the rules. If you pass, our roles are reversed and you can ask me a question. If you choose to play, I ask one last question to wrap up 
rapid fire. So do you want to pass or play? I'm going to be here now. Let's play. Okie dokie. You just won the lottery. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. To get the rest of your money to secure the bag, they say, Regina, you have to donate to three charities of your choice first. What charities are you contributing to? I will contribute to St. Jude. I will contribute to cancer research and I will continue. I will do March March for Babies. Amazing. And thank you for playing Rapid Fire with Genesis, Regina. So let's segue into the meat of the conversation, which is who is Regina and how you got to where you are. Because like I said, in the intro audience, she is a powerhouse. She's a woman on a mission and she's doing a lot of incredible things. And just because she's multifaceted does not mean that she's not good at a single thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna build up here, Regina. So give us a glimpse into your your background and your story. And then Mm -hmm. we're going to build up to where you are now, because in order for us to really appreciate what Regina is doing now and all the accolades you have, there had to be some struggles, some start ugly Mm -hmm. moments and some things Mm -hmm. that made you the woman you are, along with you knowing whose you are, which is a daughter of the most high. Mm -hmm. Well, that's that right there is where I forgot that I was that right there, what you just said, I forgot that I was a child of God. And so I didn't understand that until uh, 2019 when I had a rejection moment. I was rejected by a a gentleman and um, I just started to spiral from there. And I just realized from that point that something was not right with me because if I allow someone to come shift my mood that quickly that I don't even know, then how do I know who I am if I allow that to happen to me? And so I had a, a, a breakdown that day. And then I realized that, look, first of all, my name is Regina. Regina actually means queen. That's what the meaning of Regina means. And I was not acting up, acting as such. And I needed to know that I'm a child of God. And I need to know that I am better than what I'm acting and where I'm at right now in my life. And I went from there. And at that point, I got some help. I got some um, spiritual life coaching done. And I just started figuring out what was happening and what the core was, was my adoption because I did not love myself because I was hiding it from the world. I I thought adoption meant that, you know, I was given away and I wasn't loved. And and that was so far from true, so far from true. And when I realized where I came from and realized that four people loved me, two gave me life and two took care of me. And when I really started doing my work, I realized that I was here for a purpose and a reason to help others to go through this, help other women realize that we are valuable and don't let no man or no woman or anyone to tell you less than you less than, you know, it's not, that's not the case, you know? So that's where I stem from and where I'm at right now is I know who I am. I know my purpose. I know why I'm here. I'm here to help other women realize their purpose. I love that, Regina. And I love that you took it back to understanding the root and you brought it back to where you are. And even though in 2019, you faced rejection, you picked yourself back up and you said, this person doesn't depict where I'm going. It doesn't, 
It doesn't depict my future. It doesn't depict the plan that God has for me. And I think sometimes we as women and individuals as a whole, sometimes we seek validation from other people who were not meant to be with us on the lifelong journey. And it's so important to know who you are, but also whose you are, and then begin to start to elevate yourself by having confidence, elevating yourself to know that you were created for a purpose, on purpose, and your destiny is so much brighter whenever you can begin to really have that transformation take place. And I love how you said two people created you, but two people raised you. And that's powerful because some people may not see it that that way. And I think just that golden nugget you dropped right there can help somebody that was either in the um in the process of adopting another adopting a child or they were adopted when they were a child or vice versa but it's all it's also important to have the right mindset and to know that you're not forgotten and you Mm -hmm. you do matter and etc yes yes you do matter and then you know one of the major things I had to do is realize my weaknesses and announce it and actually say it out loud. A lot of us want to hide from you know, our weaknesses. I needed validation. I had low self-esteem. I had insecurity issues and I was a people pleaser. Mm. When you so- acknowledge it, it makes it smaller and you're able to tackle it. As long as you act like it's not there, the monster is going to get bigger and bigger. You have to tackle the monster by acknowledging it first because they never expect you to do that. And then after you acknowledge it, you realize that's what you're sitting in. Okay, let me go ahead and work on getting out of it because it's not as big no more because you don't care if the world sees. Just like I would say, if you ever watched the movie um, Eight Mile with M.M. Ooh, I love that movie. Okay, remember the end of the movie when they did the battle? The whole point of the battle was, you know how filthy he was so scared he threw up. He was so scared to go out there. But when he realized to take his weaknesses and announced it, to the world and let the world know I know I'm this I know I'm that I know I'm this now tell him with something else here's the mic tell him something else about me and what he do yeah, he dropped a, the mic yep and then I loved how he said you only get one shot one chance um to um to make your opportunity and it's like something oh, oh shoot I'm losing the lyrics I'm gonna have to pull it up because now you now you got me wanting to freestyle and I'm not even a rapper y'all <laughs> But that, but that, but see, if you really look at that movie and what he did, he took the narrative, he switched it, and he said, These are all the things I am. Now, okay, so now what you gonna tell them? See, that's what a lot of us do. We all, we always wanna judge and pull from people's weaknesses, and we always wanna try to uh, expose people. But when we take it and expose ourselves, you take all the air out the balloon. And so that's when I try to tell people if you're as knowledgeable who you are, Get it out the way, and now you can work on it. It's not that bad no more. Because what people are gonna say? Oh, you, you're, you're arrogant. I, I told you that. I, I know. I'm working on that. So what else do you got? That takes it out. So if you do that, that will take all that out, all that negativity, all those vibes out your way, and now you can go ahead and work on your problem. Absolutely. So whenever you could get in front and tell somebody all the things that the critics, the haters and naysayers are saying, you take that power away from that individual because you already know 
the demons that you're fighting inside, but the demons that you fight today, you're going to see them no more because you're going to defeat them and you're going to slay them just like David slayed Goliath. But all mm -hmm. it is, is looking in the mirror and coming to terms, scripts and reality with certain things that you're struggling with. And it's not easy. It's not always conducive to do those things, but when you do it and you conquer it head on, you begin to take the control back. You begin to have power. You begin to ignite and you begin to walk it out. But it first starts by going to the root of the source and pulling it up, just like a weed analogy. When you see weeds growing in your grass, if you just trim the weeds, the weeds are going to get, are going to steep, steep. They're going to be steep. They're going to be mm -hmm. sturdy and they're going to keep on growing. But mm -hmm. once you pluck that weed up, that weed is not going to grow. Once you put down that weed killer, you're killing the weed at the source because mm -hmm. you don't want the weed to contaminate your beautiful garden, the grass, or et cetera. So what weeds do you have in your life that you need to pluck and kill at the source? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that, those are the weeds, the ones that my insecurities, all that, that I just mentioned when I got those out and open, I'm like, oh, it's not that bad. I mean, I just need to work on this. Now, granted, you have to continually work on it. You got to be consistent in anything you do. You got to be consistent. You're not consistent. You're not going to reach any goals. It just be like Denzel Washington says, you know, goals without, you know, work is just goals. Goals without consistency being disciplined or just, just dreams. But to reach those goals, you have to have consistency and discipline. And that's so true in anything you do in life, anything. So I will always tell people that, bringing out your sponge is, is a concept that I um, I put together about women and men too. This is not just women. We all have to do this. You know, you got to wring your sponge out. So you have a sponge that's saturated with water. When you pour more water on the sponge, the only thing it does is over, it just flows over the sponge because it's saturated already. But when you wring out those insecurities, those old belief systems, some old processes, and then your sponge is now able to absorb new ideas, new ways, new belief systems. So a lot of us, we don't bring out our sponges. We just try to add on top of what we already have. And when you do that, that's a problem. It doesn't soak in. So we got to wring out our sponge. So that's what I'm actually working on now, wringing out our sponges. Mm, I love that because I'm over here visualizing and I'm thinking mm -hmm. about a sponge and you're just wringing, wringing it out, getting rid mm -hmm. of the excess. That's um, right. So we're going to talk about at what stage did you decide to tap into being a certified um, life coach? But I want to mm -hmm. recite these lyrics because I think it it's something that helped you whenever mm -hmm. you woke up and you started to see that you were more than the insecurities. You were more than the rejection. Mm -hmm. You were more than just being adopted you were Regina Smithwick, but you needed to feel like Regina Smithwick and you mm -hmm. needed to allow God to usher in and throughout your life. So mm -hmm. um, MJB, that's Mary J. Blige y'all has this um, song called Good Morning Gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And she says, I wake up every morning and tell myself, good morning, gorgeous. Sometimes you gotta look in the mirror and say, good morning, gorgeous. No one else can make me feel this way. Good morning, gorgeous. Good morning, gorgeous. Good morning, gorgeous. And then she says, all the times that I hated myself, all the times I wanted to be someone else, 
all the times that I should have been gentle with me, all the times I should have been careful with me. Why did I hate myself so intensely? Lord, help me. And then she goes back and saying, she wakes up and she tells herself, good morning, gorgeous. But she looks herself in the mirror. And when you look yourself in the mirror, that's a reflection of who you are. So you're seeing yourself back. And then when you look at yourself back, you reflect on the goodness that God made you to be. Didn't he, didn't he form you before, before he placed you in the mother's womb? Didn't he say that he will put you back on the clay and refine you? Didn't he say he created you from dirt and he made you into a masterpiece? So if we know all the things that he says about us, why do we still remain conditioned by what society says about us, what critics say about us, what haters say about us, and et cetera? So at what stage did you decide that I'm taking Regina back and I'm coming out with a bang and I'm gonna help other people too. And I'm gonna do it by being a certified life coach. I learned, well, September 2019, when I went through my valley, I came out the next morning and called a certified life coach. When I talked to her, I knew that this is where I needed to be. And going through her program and discovering who I am again, um, in the eyes of God and eyes of myself, I knew that this is something that I, I always had it in me. I always had it. I didn't know my gifts because a lot of us have gifts. We don't really think they gifts. We just think it's something that we're good at or something that just comes easy to us. But those are your gifts. I didn't realize like I'm a networker. I'm a, I'm a, I like to talk. I like to help people. I, I like to get people together. I love to, you know, if I, if I can help you find someone who do something that you need to be done, I'm going to hook you up with that person. I'm going to find that person. I know a lot of people. I've always been a person who always knew a lot of people. And I didn't realize that those are things that people pay for, you know, people pay for that, those services. And you could actually make a living doing things that you already good at. A lot of us just do things that we were told we needed to do. The belief systems of, you know, going to a job and just getting benefits. We were told that's the way you're supposed to live. And when we come out of that and realize like, okay, what I love to do? What is, what is something that makes me smile in the morning? There's something that makes me smile when I go to bed. What is that job that, or that, that career or something I could do that when, I, when I'm tired, I'm not really that tired. I could sleep, but I wake up with ideas and I have to write them down. When I have to do, you know, when I'm on a computer for hours, I don't even realize what time it is. Oh, shoot, it's been 12 hours. I didn't realize it. That is your purpose. When you go to work and look at that clock <laughs> and you wait for it to tick, 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 that's not your purpose, baby. That's not your purpose. Now, sometimes we got to do things we got to do to get to where we got to be till we get to a point of comfort to understand that you trust in yourself enough to invest in yourself to go find your purpose. And I know it's easy said and done, but ladies and gentlemen, I have done it this year. I have retired from my job April 30th of this year to do this full time because this is what God told me to do. And when you believe in what he tells you to do, he is your source. He's your source, not the job. He allowed the job to give you a source. But when sometimes he tells you to move, he's going to replace that source with something else to do his work. Sorry. Softball. I'm gonna get off my softball. No, no, no. I like that. I'm, I'm over here vibing. You saw me clapping my hands. So, somebody passed a collection plate. So you went from wringing out the sponge to having a breakdown 
but mm-hmm. it allowed you to go through a breakthrough. My breakthrough. And there I love go. that you said that because the word breakthrough, if we dissect it, yes, mm-hmm. certain things may break you, but you're going to make it through. That's why the word is say, says breakthrough. Just like when you take apart testimony, there's always mm-hmm. going to be a test in the beginning before you get to your testimony. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. like there's going to be a mess before you can curate your message. That's why mm-hmm. mess is there a message. And we have to think about this thing. And sometimes when you aren't obedient to the Holy Spirit, you're not listening to discernment and you're not moving when God tells you to move. He will come and force something to happen to you. Like, for example, I'm going to be real and I'm going to be transparent. Y'all know that's that's Genesis. God forced me out of corporate America in February of 2021. I have not made a paycheck since then. Some people think that I get paid from doing my podcast. This podcast does not allow me to live comfortably. This is a passion project that I started when my father passed from medical negligence on November 25th, 2020. And I found out one week later that I was going to be laid off, but I was forced to work up until February 2021 in order to get my severance package, my vacation time and my pension released to me so I had to be strategic but I was already feeling the remnants that it was time for me to leave but I was comfortable with the oil and gas money that I was being paid I was comfortable with the benefits I was comfortable with the perks but God came and he shut that door because he knew that there was something higher that he was calling me to and had I not been laid off had I not lost my dad I wouldn't have this platform to interview incredible people like you, Regina, and some of the other incredible people that have been on the show. So I say this to say what Regina is talking about, even though I may not know her full story and I may not have went through what she went through, it's still still relevant because there's certain glimpses of her story that could be mirrored with mine. And together we could build upon the commonalities and put together conversation to help you out there who may be struggling or who may be thinking about the latter. Mm -hmm. And I just love how you said you have to wring out the sponge because I let you know that you got to get rid of the excess. You got to go through a pruning season in your life and get Mm -hmm. rid of the things that are no longer serving you and the things that are no longer adding value to you. And then you have to allow the breakdown, whether it's depression whether it's a job loss, whether it's the loss of a family member, a divorce, or whatever the case may be, to be the fuel to your fire in order for you to have a breakthrough. Mm-hmm. A lot of us are scared to do this. What you just described sounds so pretty on paper. It sounds so great when you say it, but to go through it, it is going to be a little challenging and a little scary only because it's something of what you've never done before. But when you do something you have not done before, you're going to get results you never received before. And a lot of us are scared to see that. A lot of us are scared of success. We are scared to be successful because we're comfortable in being just mediocre. One of my sorority sisters told me, and she passed away several years ago, she said, we are not here to be mediocre. We're here to be elite. And that's the truth. And if you're not living up to your eliteness, then you're not living. You're just existing and you're floating. And best believe I was one of those. I was one of those. Now, granted, a lot of people saw me as being like this already. 
but I didn't see it because I don't think I was doing doing what I needed to do for the purpose I supposed to do it for my intentions. I wasn't intentional. I was just doing stuff and was just hitting, but I wasn't intentional. You got to be intentional on in what you do. And when when you're working and for God, when you're working for Him, that's your intention, you know. And you got to trust the process. We got to trust the process, and it's going to be scary. Only because I won't say that. I'm gonna take that back. It's not scary. It's just the unknown. Scary makes it seem like it's boo. It's bad. No, it's not bad. It's just the unknown. But you got to be comfortable to be uncomfortable. To be comfortable, got to go through the process. Got to go through the process. So if if you have anyone out here that's at that point that they at a breaking point and they don't know where to go, trust him. Listen, he's gonna he's gonna guide you. And remember, your source is not your job. Don't let them fool you. God allowed them to be your source, but God can shut that door as fast as he did with me. Genesis, <laughs> the door goes fat really quickly. You work somewhere for 20, 30 years, and all of a sudden, one day, and one day, one day it closes on you. It's not gonna be no guarantee. The only guarantee is him. That's the only guarantee you're gonna have in this world is him. And you're gonna have to let go of some people, some things, and some places to make this happen. You can't keep everything and want to change. You gotta let go of some of this stuff. Absolutely. And I'm gonna read uh, one, one or two stanza from this song, and then we're gonna jump into the call to action. And you're right. gonna hold up that book so people could check it out and learn more <laughs> of your story. All so right. uh, Eminem, he has a song that says, Lose Yourself. And sometimes we have to lose ourselves in order to gain and refine ourselves. And I know this is a worldly song for those of you that are spiritual and religious, but sometimes different songs can hit different whenever you're in different periods of your life. Mm -hmm. So it says, look, if you had one shot or one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted in one moment, would you capture it or just let it slip? And he goes on to say, yo, his palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous, but on the surface, he looks calm and ready to drop bombs, but he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down. The whole crowd goes so loud. He opens his mouth, but the words won't come out. He's choking how? Everybody's joking now. The clock's running out. Time's up, over, blow. Snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, there goes rabbit. He choked. He's so mad, but he won't give up that easy. Nope, he won't have it. He knows his whole backs to the to these ropes. It don't matter. He's dope. He knows that, but he's broke. He's so stagnant. He knows when he goes back to his this mobile home, that's when it's back to the lab again. Yo, this whole rap city. Better go capture this moment and hope it don't pass him. And then he says, you better you better lose yourself in the music the moment you own it. You better never let it go. You only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. And how many of us are waiting for an opportunity? How many of us are waiting for God to send the fire truck, the ambulance, the lifesaver or whatnot? And we just keep on letting things pass you by. Or God sends you a human vehicle, a conduit to help partner with you in order to take your business to the next level. 
but you don't see it because you have your blinders on and you're thinking that person is coming to steal certain things that you miss your opportunity, but God has already given you the access to the resources that you need. You just need to take the key and unlock the door. How many of you have been there? I want you to think about it and really let it marinate because we have all been there. And then you sit back, you talk to God, you pray, you say, why me, Lord? Why aren't you trying to help me? But God says, I am trying to help you. But all you need to do is come and walk on this water, kind of like he told Peter. He knew he wasn't going to let Peter Peter drown, but faith without works is dead. So where do you need to activate your, your faith? And what opportunities do you need to take time to action on so you don't miss those opportunities? And Regina, let's jump into this call to action and mm -hmm. show the audience's book. We're not going to give them everything because we need them to do their research and go read the book. <laughs> All right. All right. This is uh, Ring Out Your Sponge. You can see it. Yep. All right. This is called Ring Out Your Sponge, Overcoming Obstacles to Become a Better You. This is a journal that I have created, and it's actually a journal with 14 sections, and it goes through your emotions, your feelings, um, why you do certain things, your I ams, um, who you are, who you're not. <laughs> it, tells, it, it, it goes through a whole little phase. And when you finish, you're technically ringed out your sponge. And you could go back and look exactly, ring out your sponge. So you go back, you look at it, and you'll be able to see how far you came from your beginning to your end. And then it's a repetitious book. So you could continue to do it because it's going to take more than one time. You know, remember you have life, life, a life of doing something, you know, basically how old you are. I'm 52. So when you have almost a half a century or more of doing certain things, but sometimes you're gonna to have to do a repetition of it to go ahead and get it soaked into your self-conscious. So we will let you do it again and again and again so you are able to officially wring out your sponge. But this is a book that's found on Amazon. Um, and it's like I said, it's a journal and you're able to use it over and over again. And it's a beautiful, I love it. Um, a lot of workshops I did with it. People love it because when you do journaling, some people don't know how to journal. They get a book. It's blank pages and they stare at it. They don't even know where to start to write. Well, my book actually gives you everything and it just asks you to fill in the blanks. So you're able to go ahead and learn how to journal. So when you finish my book, you can actually get a blank book and know how to journal. So it's called Bring Out Your Sponge. I love that. And thank you so much, Regina, for putting this book out on the market and just sharing, just sharing this because I know someone is going to definitely benefit from it as they begin to journal throughout what's going on in their life and begin to really reflect on what is taking place in and throughout their life. So Regina, um, outside yeah. of going out to supporting, supporting uh, the book and the journal, please um, tell the audience how else they could connect with you via your website and where you primarily hang out on social media. All right. Well, my website will have all my information on there from bring out, bring out my um, sponge, well, bring out your sponge book. It will have my information about my talk show, Let's Talk 1943. And you asked about the 1943. That's the year my dad was born. My dad passed away 10 years ago. Um, so that was my way of giving him his, um, his, his flowers by recognizing him in my show. So 1943. So Let's Talk 1943, my books, my journals, my book adoption, unknown blessing, as well as my motivational speaking information is all on my website. It's www. 
letstalk1943.com. Everything you need to know about me is on there. All my social media and everything is on that one part, on, one, on that one website. Amazing. And Regina, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to come into the community today to share your story, share the things that you have going on. Audience, make sure you go out and support Regina and um, share this content with somebody else who needs to wring out their sponge and who may have a um, breakdown to breakthrough story because you never know where someone is, but you can be a listening ear to help them navigate the season that they're in without having judgment or projecting mm -hmm. biases onto them. This content will be found on 40 plus platforms and you can see the video to this recording on our YouTube channel by going to GEMS, G-E-M-S with Genesis Amaris Kemp. And lastly, but not least, we are looking for brand sponsors. This podcast is ranked globally in the top 2% out of 2.8 million podcasts per www.listennotes.com is where you'll see those metrics. And if you're interested in becoming a brand sponsor, spaces are limited. So send me a personalized email to genesisamarskemp at gmail.com or check out my website, genesisamarskemp.net. And thank you for supporting on a regular basis. Until the next segment, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing day. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor so please reach out via email at gems, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcasts.